Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders, and I love conversations, whether it's with local pastors, artists, filmmakers, authors, random people from the community, any opportunity to sip a cup of coffee and have a good conversation. So sit back and relax. For more conversations like this one, you can visit our website, thepulse.mn, or you can tune in weekdays from 2 to 6 Central at 104.3 The Pulse in Central Minnesota or online at thepulse.mn. Howdy, y'all. My name's Dave. And today, our friend Phil Wickham has a brand new song that just came out. We're really excited to share it with you. But before we share the song with you, we got to catch up with you, Phil. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for getting on today. It's amazing to see you all here. It's so cool. Phil, you're you're driving right now. You're sitting in the, the shotgun seat. Your wife's at the wheel. Where are you off to? At the risk of sounding a little bit pretentious or something, uh, I, I got nominated uh, for a couple of Grammys this year, and it's coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, between touring and homeschool and everything, there, my wife and I have been trying to find a morning where we could go out and look for some outfits to wear because we're like, we look a little shabby. We need to find something to wear to this Grammy thing. And literally this morning was the only morning. So I thought we thought we'd be up in Orange County by now, but we're somewhere between San Diego and Orange County. And my wife is driving right there. Say hi, Mal. <laughs> and uh, and so so we're driving right now, but I'm totally locked in. I got my headphones on and uh, I'm so, so thankful that you guys would spend a few moments this morning to hang out and let us talk about what's been going on. It's a new year. We're in January. Are you a resolutions guy? Did you make any resolutions? I'm not like crazy with the resolutions. I try to keep it realistic. And so um, I'm trying to eat less sugar because I love sugar, which I've done pretty good so far. And I do pretty good with 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 reading my Bible and praying. But then I, I, I'm really challenging myself, especially now that my oldest is 11 and I've got an 11, 9, 7 and 5 year old. But specifically the two oldest, I thought, you know, I want to be more intentional with really discipling them and and helping them cultivate their own relationship with God and not just expect them to pick it up as much just by going to church and and just by watching me and Mallory be followers of Jesus, but really, really be intentional with like walking through the scriptures with them and teaching them how to go through the scriptures. And so um, I started doing that more, especially with my 11 year old. We We've been doing devotions almost every other morning and it's been so sweet. So that's something I really want to continue as well. Phil, you have had an absolutely crazy season of life. You've had all these songs coming out on radio, winning a Dove Award. You're up for Grammys. You wrote a book. You're an author now. Congrats. And of course, you've got this brand new song today. Uh, what has God been uh, teaching you in this crazy season? Or have you feel like he's been preparing you? Uh, I've been doing this for a while now. As many of you know, who've been around for a while, I I think my first album with Fair Trade, which was not called Fair Trade at the time, it was called INO Records, was back maybe in 2006. So I, I signed when I was 20, just turned 21, and now I'm 38. So for me, it just feels like just keep doing what I'm doing, you know? And, but then you, you kind of list the, the accolades, as you say. You list what's happened. It's like, wow, God, what this does feel like a crazy season and, and a, maybe a new thing that, that you've been doing. and. And uh, honestly, as this isn't like a false humility thing at all. It, I've, I've said this for the last several years, but this year more than ever, really, the, the, maybe you guys can attest, but the older I get, uh, the more and more 
Um, I, I am uh, very aware of my need for God's grace in my life. And I'm so thankful that he's patient with me. And I'm so thankful that he's long suffering. Um, I just need a savior. I, I'm such a, I'm a sinner, you know, so imperfect. And I'm so thankful that the perfect God gives me chance after chance and welcomes me back after time and time again, when I say, God, forgive me and God, I need you. And so the older I get, the more I realize what a crazy honor and act of God's grace it is that he lets me be a part of even my church's worship life and giving them new songs to sing. And that, and that God would take these songs and make them a part of churches all over the country and then translate it to other, you know, there's, there's more people around the world that know how to sing battle belongs in other languages that have no idea who I am. And that just blesses my heart, but it also makes me almost like shrink underneath the goodness and kindness and grace of God, because I know it's just all him. And, uh, and so I think more than ever, I'm aware of my need for a savior and want to pro want to declare how good and amazing and kind God is. Uh, and, and just humbled at the fact that I get to do it. But I think like directly right now, I've gotten, I feel like the Lord has been speaking to me and other people have too. this exact same thing is that just, Hey, don't, don't change because things look bigger on the outside. Don't change the simple vision. Don't feel like you need to add, add more lights to the stage or change the way you, you do anything, get your guitar out, sing in a mic, you know, you don't have to have bigger do bigger better you just need to point people to jesus and that's my mission for the next for the rest of my life but the next two years because it's it's really even directed as we've gotten content together and music videos and thought through this next couple year years it's like you see all you see the numbers growing so you're like okay what do we need to do different how do we need to step up and it's like hey we don't need to do anything different other than just keep as excellent as we can putting jesus first and letting people see him um, as best we can uh, because when people see if him and not not him through a person or him through a church or him through a religion or him through Hollywood, but when people see a real revelation of Jesus, our, the only response is to say, I need you. I love you. I worship you. And that, that'll just stay the mission. And we just want to guard that more and more as as we are tempted to make it more than that. Hey, Phil, you were, were chatting today because you've got a brand new song. This is our God. And uh, very rarely do we get a chance to chat with the artist and have them unpack the whole story. So tell us the story behind This Is Our God. I feel like I've been speaking really long answers, so I'm not. I'm going to try to make it short. But I, I am so, so excited about this song. We got to sing it really for the first time um, in rooms with people on the Christmas tour. And it, it, it made me love it even more because that's what it, it was written to sing it with the church. Um, but really, I mean, this song is a, is one of those songs that both lifts up the name of Jesus and worships, but also every time I sing it, it, um, it preaches to my own soul because it's a declaration. Um, it's all about God's faithfulness, looking back in the past to see what he's done, to propel us in the future, to trust him and to worship him and know that he's going to be there. It's all about the character of God. It really came from this story. I'm, I'm going to make it really short, but in, in the scriptures, uh, uh, the story of Moses, when he says, God, show me your glory. And that when you just read that scripture, it sounds like a pretty like, wow, like Moses, you're just going to God and like, I want to see you show me who you are, you know. Um, and at first you think like, Moses, you're just looking for fireworks. Are you looking for what do you what do you mean by show us your glory? But then you go back and you realize Moses just saw the 
plagues all through Egypt. He knows God's power. He just saw the Red Sea parted and they walked through. I don't, I don't think Moses is saying, show us your power. And back in Moses' upbringing, he grew up in a, in a situation, Egypt, we got to please the gods, you know? And then, and then Moses is finding about who God, the God of his forefathers, the creator. And, uh, and it says, as, God, as Moses got to know God, he was able to go into God's presence. And they were like face-to-face as friends. It's this beautiful verse about God letting someone in and showing us that he wants to let humanity into who he is. And, and so at the end of it, I know what your name is. I know what you want me to call you, see what you can do. But what makes you who you are? How do I, I want to know who you are. Like what makes you tick? What's the heart of the God that I'm serving now? And God says, you can't see my face because you're going to, anybody who sees my face is going to perish, but you can see the after effects of when I walk through a situation and you're going to see my glory. And so it says he hides Moses in a cleft of a rock and walks by uh, the area that Moses is in. And then, and then he lets Moses see the area after God has literally walked through. And, and it is, it is this explosive amount of love and, and, and kindness and mercy. And in that moment, God speaks his name for the first time, his full name to anybody in scripture. He says, I am Yahweh, Yahweh, full of compassion, rich in love. I save from generation to generation. I am slow to anger. I mean, he says who he is. It's all connected to his name that I am full of mercy, full of kindness, full of compassion. And Moses is blown away. And then over and over and over and over and over again, God continues to be faithful to that name. The God who saves, the God of grace, the God of love, the God of compassion, all the way until you get to the God, that same Yahweh that had to hide Moses in the rock came and wrapped himself in human flesh. And y'all know who I'm talking about, Jesus. And we saw Yahweh face to face. And yet he wasn't some distant being. He wasn't some God we couldn't look at. He was the God who touched the lepers and, and pulled people out of their situations into life. And, and he says, everybody who follows me is abundant life. And I say all of that to say like in a world where everybody is clamoring, I think for something bigger to believe in and some, something to stand on and say, this is who I am and, and some hope and, I wanted to write a song and sing a song and I want to write a song for people that was almost like a manifesto or a declaration or if like, if someone said, tell me about your God. And, and if they had once, if they could, do, if they had to do it with a song, they could say, check, check out this song. It's called, this is our God. This is the God I serve. This is a God I believe in. And it goes on to say, remember those walls that we called sin and shame. They were like prisons that we couldn't escape, but he came, he died. He rose those walls are rubble now. Remember those giants, those giants are dead now. Remember that fear, that fear is gone now. If you follow Jesus, life is new and life is different. And then it goes to the chorus. This is our God. This is who he is. He loves us. This is our God. This is what he does. He saves us. He bore the cross, beat the grave. Let heaven and earth proclaim this is our God. And I wanted to name him. And so at the end, it says, this is our God, King Jesus. And so I hope this song, um, as people sing it to Jesus, they also like preach to their own hearts about like, oh, yes, this is who's on my side today. This is who's with me today. This is what I can stand on today. And so I get, I'm really feel like I'm overpassionate. I'm sorry for yelling at you guys in my car about the, about this, but I'm so excited about it. And, uh, and I really, really think that the, I'm so thankful for the faith building um, properties that this song has in my own life. And I pray that it does the same for everybody who hears it. Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders on the Pulse Podcast Network. Here at the Pulse, we are passionate about music with a message for Central Minnesota. We want to cultivate within each listener 
a deeper desire to know and follow Jesus Christ. You can listen to us anytime online at thepulse.mn or at 104.3 The Pulse if you live in central Minnesota. Now let's dive back into the conversation. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about is good music videos. And I love the music video for This Is Our God. Uh, you filmed this thing in a very unique space. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I mentioned earlier uh, the, this, this church I go to called Light Church. Uh, and it's been amazing to watch it, it grow. Um, and, uh, and just maybe six months ago, uh, the Foursquare Church, if you guys are familiar with that denomination, uh, they reached out to the church that I go to say, hey, we just purchased a building in downtown San Diego and we see what God is doing in Light Church. And we want, we want Light Church to take over this building and refurbish it and make do Light Church in downtown San Diego at this building. And so, guys, this building, when we recorded that video, um, was 100 years old to the month. And a hundred years ago, there was a revival in San Diego that I had no idea about until someone told me literally when we were about to walk into the building and said, you know, this, this building has a really special story uh, because a hundred years ago, and you can go and look at pictures, uh, there's this park called Balboa Park. It's right downtown. Um, it's a big amphitheater. You can fit, I don't know, five, 6,000 people. Um, and it, it is packed from these, these pictures back in the 1920s. And, and people were coming to the Lord in, in droves, and it was this beautiful thing. Um, and a lot of it was these military families that had, that had come to San Diego to be a part of, uh, that, to, to live in San Diego to be a part of, you know, at these military camps. And, uh, and, and so to house and to make a new church for all these new believers, they said, we got it. We got to build a building. And so over the next couple of years, they built this building and it ends up being, it's this building that we were filmed this music video in. And so it was this beautiful church full of life. And then, you know, as it happens, uh, uh, the church had to sell and uh, a couple of decades later, and then this business owned it and then that business owned it and turned into a workspace. And then it became this like condemned building. Um, so literally right as we, you can, it looks pretty, it looks like a scene from a Batman movie. If you, you know, in that, in that music video, because it, it's, it's legit, it's real. Literally you guys, um, the lighting guy on the music video scene fell through, <laughs> fell through the floor and, and, and his legs were dangling from the seat. If you went underneath his legs would be dangling from the ceiling. Like that's how, like we almost had to pay some workers comp for that situation. Uh, that's how decrepit you go. Oh, and also I, I, we didn't even want to say this in like the back, the, the behind the scenes footage. Cause we didn't want, I don't, it just seems so intense, but literally while we were filming the scene, there was five homeless people that, that broke into the building um, and started literally doing drugs underneath. I mean, it was cra- It's a crazy part of town and a crazy building. Um, and it was this amazing thing. We feel like, man, we are retaking this ground for the Lord. And, and now uh, we're going to refurbish the building and make it to a place where people are going to come and worship God. So it felt like as we were singing, we're declaring who our God is over that place. I just felt like a new season for San Diego and a new season for that church. So just to give you a little bit behind the scenes, I'm so excited for what God is doing out here in, um, in this part of the country and people getting saved. And I, I believe it's going to happen more so as we turn this building into a new church. So, Phil, the last time we chatted, uh, you told me a story about your dog, Rue. I've got a dog named Rue as well, but your story is kind of wild. And if our listeners missed it the last time you shared it, uh, give us the story and give us the update on your dog, Rue. Yeah, Mallory is driving right now. She'll remember it well, too. My sweet wife, you know, she was just like, we, you know, it's, it's 2020. 
we're we're hauled up in the house. We're like, we need something to cheer up this place. And so let's get a puppy. We research, we really, you know, I'm a little bit allergic to some dogs. So is one of my kids. We find out there's these amazing dogs called golden doodles, the half poodle, half golden retriever. You get the best of both worlds, but they're also like not supposed to be as allergenic. And then there's, there's supposedly a breeder in San Diego that has some fresh puppies. We can go pick our favorite. So we go down there. It's like, this is too good to be true which is what it was. But um, <laughs> we thought this is just too good to be true. Thank you, Lord. And we go down there and we pick out our puppy. So cute. So amazing. A few weeks later, its hair starts growing out. All its hair falls out and it starts itching. It looks like a little chihuahua and it's like itching itself like crazy. And the next couple of days, my, my son breaks out in crazy bumps all over his body. And then my wife starts getting him on some of her limbs too. And, and honestly, we, we were scared because we looked up bumps all over your body and it could be something, it could be really, really scary stuff. So we take him, take him into the doctor and, and the doctor's like, do you guys have a dog? We're like, yeah, we just got one. It's so cute. It's a golden doodle. And, uh, and uh, she's like, um, well, I think your dog gave your son mange. And we're like, oh my goodness. Are you kidding me? I, I thought that's something only dogs could get. And so literally their dog's and then the dog's hair starts growing back in and it's totally white and it starts growing up a little bit and it's not a golden doodle at all. And we, and then my wife does some research, finds there's a Facebook uh, like community all surrounding this breeder that we got this dog from about how this breeder has scammed everyone and, uh, and how, Hey, is your golden doodle not a golden doodle? Hey, is your golden doodle growing in different hair? And, and then we realize it comes out on the San Diego, like channel five, 6 PM, like news is like, there's like a 15 minute situation about how all these dumb San Diego families bought these not real golden doodles for way too expensive. But this, this breeder was like getting these poodle mutts from Tijuana that obviously were infested with mange because we got it too. Um, and then die, dipping these dogs in uh, like uh, in hair dye, brown hair dye and selling them as golden doodles. And so we got a mutt that gave us mange you guys for $3,000, which is a lot of money. And, uh, and so we were heartbroken at first. Then we thought, you know what? God works all things together for good. Maybe God just loved this puppy so much. They wanted to give it a, a good home. So the, the dog is doing great now. Her name is Rube and she's sweet. She's a little, honestly, she kind of became my dog. I, Cause my family kind of got annoyed at her for a little bit. But I'm like, well, she needs a little love, you know, no Mallory wasn't annoyed either, but, um, but she's, she, she's a great, She's a great dog actually now. And we kind of full circle a few years later, got an actual real golden doodle because we, we found out we knew another breeder and gave us a good deal on it. And so we have Betty, who's the real golden doodle and Rue, who's the mutt that just is just needed to be rescued. God sees even, even the sparrows, even the Tijuana mutts, God sees. Well, Phil, thank you so much for This Is Our God and for the other songs that you've written. Yeah, these are such a joy to sing in our, in our churches. You guys, it, it's a crazy honor that you would take your mornings and uh, even want to hear about what's going on in the songs. I, I, um, I love y'all and I'm so thankful to partner with you guys in ministry and uh, hope the song can find a place to serve you and your community. But even beyond that, I'm just so crazy, crazy thankful to be a part of your lives and a part of this community. And thank you so much for your partnership.
Thanks for listening to Dave Wonders. You can find more episodes of Dave Wonders on the website, thepulse.mn, or any place you get your podcasts. 